All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? We're going to give everybody a few seconds to come on in the room. Give everybody a few seconds to come on in the room. Hey, guys, um, make, let me know. Make sure you guys can hear me. Everything sounding good. Give me that thumbs up. Give me that thumbs up. You guys see what we got going on here, guys. You see we keep moving, we keep moving, we keep grooving. We keep – this a guy. Everybody keep asking me, Mark, where you keep getting all these guests from? The bird. <laughs> the bird, the bird. Of course, you know, guys, you know, I got some guests who's not from the bird, but there's also a guest from the bird, also a graduate of Orangeville Wilkerson High. Uh, shout out to Dub. Um, episode 80. Miss Marissa, she's uh, she's an author. Now, it's so funny, guys, because a lot of guys, we all went to school together. You're like, I didn't know she wrote books. I didn't know she had two books. Hey, that means some guys, and if you guys were so nosy, you guys also see I had I had the links in the above on the Facebook. The links were available, and the links are also available on the YouTube. So if you want to uh, purchase one of those books, you can click the link and follow the instructions. So episode 80, one-on-one with Marissa Victoria. What's going on, Marissa? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, how how life treating you? treating me well I really 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 can't complain like I'm I'm really happy I'm content and I'm optimistic about the future oh, that that is a very that's very I like that you actually put that so good okay okay so um I know you've seen some episodes so you know we all we always start from the beginning mm-hmm. so on my where were you born at I was born in Orangeburg, baby, at the regional medical center. Oh, Big Bird. <laughs> Big Bird. TRMC, baby. Yeah. Okay. So so pretty much so you were born in Orangeburg. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so you're born in Orangeburg. So, you, so did you spend all your life in Orangeburg or was it like a, a break of like somewhere else, back and forth, or the whole time here? Whole time here. I was born in Orangeburg. I didn't leave Orangeburg until I graduated high school and went to college. Okay. Okay, so we're going to bring it back. Okay, so if somebody was to ask, what kind of child was Marissa? When I say child, I'm talking like elementary school age. What kind of child would, would people say that you were at that age? Um, I think they would say I was smart, reserved. Uh-huh. Okay. Kind of stayed out the way. Okay. I, I was kind of cool with you know, cool with everybody. So with everybody, okay. Yeah. Even that, even that early. So at, at early, did you play any? Um, after we talk about elementary school, did you play any sports or anything like that? Any sports or? Mm-mm. Elementary school. Um, mm. I don't have any extracurricular activities. Now that I think about it, I'm gonna call my mom and talk about it. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I went to school. I went home, and you know, honestly, the only time I did anything extra was like over the summer. Okay. Um, my mom worked, so we went to daycare and summer programs over the summer. So of course they took us swimming, skating, okay. and I learned how to line dance and stuff like that during the summer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so that's fun. So everybody gonna see it smart. So because because even I had, even I, I had that same opinion on I had that same opinion of you. So that mean even in you kept that same smart thing forever. Okay. <laughs> and, and what elementary school did you go to? I went to Sheridan. You in the you in the sharing? Okay, okay. Um, which one is share? Oh, that's that that by me. Okay, you in the sharing? Okay. Yeah, Hillsboro. Shout, shout, shout out, shout out, sharing. Okay, so sharing. So then you great child sharing. Not you say you kept it pretty focused. Okay, so what middle school did you go to? William J. Clark. You in the clock? Okay, you clock me. So when you get the clock. Now, Clark, I know that's when some people like you go from the elementary school to middle school. So mm-hmm. at Clark, were you the same kind of child or you start noticing like, okay, this is a different, this is a little um, different or you still kept it pretty straight? I was pretty much the same type of kid. Now, when I say, let me, let me make sure I clear it now. When I okay. say smart, I'm saying what other people <laughs> no, you no, you were smart. You were smart. But, you were smart. but for smart. me though, it was just going to school, kind of just doing my work and going home. So when I went to middle school, the difference was then they expected us to study. Uh-huh. You know? And um so that was a that was a bit of a shocker. And then 
middle school, we had a little bit more freedom. I don't know if you remember, but when I started fifth grade at um, Clark, we used to sit on the e-carter on the inside, um, and it would be yep. kind of quiet, but you kind of yep. sit with people, you yep. talk, you read, you do whatever you do before yep. that first bell rings. So I remember just kind of making friends, you know, because a lot of people went to NYSP or, you know, mm -hmm. they I had um, a best friend that was my friend in um, – kindergarten she went to felton but she came to clark when we got in like fifth or sixth grade so i had okay. her so it's like reconnecting with her but then just learning you know all the people that yeah. went to marshall so okay middle school wasn't really a it wasn't a change if anything it was it was exciting i was excited to go to school should i go to school okay so in middle school just like i, I asked david now and i could be wrong <laughs> was you you was using the pro was you in the magnet program or no? I I was in the magnet program and as soon as you blink I was out of the magnet program. <laughs> so. <laughs> so okay okay that's the same story David had but I, for some reason I remember you guys just I don't know why I thought you know you were a year behind me I still thought y'all I thought y'all guys was over there the whole time. Mm -mm, no, not me. I um. Fifth and sixth grade, I had really good relationships with my teachers. So I actually thank my sixth grade teachers, Ms. Daniels, Ms. Maple. Um, I'm missing one. I can't call a name, but they mm -hmm. recommended me for the magnet program. I think the magnet program was closed. They weren't taking any more students. Um, you know, they had done, you know, with their testing because they knew from fourth grade who they wanted in the magnet program, you know, once the class came over to middle school. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I did I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I oh, did I didn't okay. know. Well, this is this so 56th grade my teachers they kind of got together and they was like you know she don't really need to be in our class like she's mm -hmm. not a problem she just don't need to be in our class so they recommended me for the magnet program that's how I ended up in the magnet program my 7th grade year but that was it was a bit much for me so I actually uh -huh. asked to leave and I went mm -hmm. back to regular classes 8th grade okay Okay, so we get to eighth grade. So, did, did anything interesting happen in middle school? Um, kind of even a club. So I don't, I don't know if you got any any. I think you was a pretty, you was a pretty straight. You know, like you said, you, you didn't do no sports. Shout out to Mama Love. We have to talk Mama Love about that. No extracurricular activities. We have right. to talk Mama Love about that. Talk to so, her. Um, <laughs> um, I sang on the choir. So I was in the choir. Um, okay. Shout out, Miss Mac. So whatnot. I actually was um in strings for a little while. I played the cello. Okay. Um. So yeah. Did, I have a did, did, did. There. Okay. 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 I know. I knew it was something. Huh? Yeah. It was okay. And then for a little while, this wasn't with the school, but um, I can't remember the name of the group, but the city, one of the city leagues, they had a cheerleading squad. Yep. And um, you remember Shakimia? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So Shakimia was like head of the Chilean squad. So she got me onto the Chilean squad with her. So that's something that I did like in my free time on the weekend and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah that yeah. was my life. <laughs> okay. See now you about lying on mama. So shout out mama because you wasn't on Chilean squad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, you, oh, I'm sorry, you just forgot. Okay, so we, we go so you go through middle school. Um, middle school is pr pretty good. Like I said, you, you get through no troubles. Um, just, just so you said you still just a regular, just a clean cut kid. And when you say a clean cut, we, we speaking generally, you're not really getting in no trouble. You're doing your work, staying out the way. Yeah. The most I got in trouble for was running my mouth. They, you know, everybody just agreed. Mm -hmm. I talked too much. Which why I make it, which why that's why it made you a great author. And if you guys are looking, um, make sure if you're on Facebook, hit that link above. And if you're on YouTube, hit that link below. You could purchase her books. Okay. Well, anyway, okay. So we get there. Okay. So it's time to go to the. It's time to go to the dub. It's time now, to go to the dub. Everybody know the dub is it. It is um. You got to be there. All, all I'm gonna say, uh, with, with, with the dub, you just had to been there. It's one of those things to like, if you was there, you know what it was. If you wasn't there, you hear the stories. Right. So now I ask everybody this: Who went to a W? What was that freshman year like? 
that transition because that transition way different for the transition from um elementary to middle school. Mm-hmm. What was that transition like going from Clark to a W? What was that transition like for you? Okay, this is what I'll say. At the end of eighth grade, my friend Jane, she um begged me to try out for the cheerleading squad. So we were trying out for a B team for a okay. Week. So I tried out for Chile and I just so happened to make the squad. So that made my transition into high school a little easier. Okay. I was practicing over the summer with the cheerleaders. So I already knew, you know, the girls from mm-hmm. Clark, the girls from Howard, the girls from Felton, because we was all on the squad together, the girls from Brookdale. Okay. So I had a bit of a cushion when I walked into OW the first day because we also had the varsity cheerleaders who taught us cheers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So on the first day of school, you know, I know a few seniors, you know, I got, you know, I know who I'm sitting with already. Okay. So it, it made the transition easy for me. Um, and my uncle, he gave me some advice before I started high school. He said, now when you get to high school, it's going to be a whole bunch of different people there. <laughs> he said... <laughs> One thing that you need to remember is girls know how to fight and boys will fight girls. So (laughs) keep your mouth and your hands to yourself and you'll be fine. That is some great advice. That's some great advice. (laughs) Okay, so so you get that. So 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 um did you chill lead out four years? I did three, I, I did three and a half years. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So that's what it is. So you get to a W. So even besides that, so did you pretty much, was it like exciting coming to a W? Did you, um, did you enjoy the, man, I'm going to tell you, because when you, your freshman year, W, it still was kind of the wild, wild west. Isn't that kind of on a little Absolutely. bit? Absolutely. It was still the wild, wild west because I don't know what year it was. Like the first day of school when the bell rang, the whole school was fighting. Like that that would be that would be your freshman year. That was my that, that would be your I mean, freshman year. When I tell people that story, they really don't understand what I'm saying when I say mayhem broke out when the it's bell crazy. Went. It's crazy. <laughs> like, hey guys, if you don't know, I did a live about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna repost it. And funny story, funny I'm not gonna mention the guy's name. I found out why that happened. Um uh shout out. To, to the homie that told me the whole story, he had a lot to do with that. But we're gonna <laughs> him and his sister. But we we gonna let that be. So everybody know that that um shout out Al Mitchell here that that 2002. That that was um very crazy. But um okay, so that that's that that is guys um because we have people listening all over the um United States because the Marvel Sports and Life um fan base has been growing. Thanks to you guys, you likes and shares. Um so. That's a very true story. There's no sauce on that. There ain't nobody put no tin on the two. Exactly. That that really happened. Um, crazy thing I've ever seen in my life. Crazy thing I've ever seen in my life. Actually, like administrators, full blown using football tackles on people. Hello. Like Hello. down. It was it was something very 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 different. Shout out to Coach Saxon. I seen Coach Saxon. All of his, shout out to Jonathan Saxon. He was a coach. He was a coaching our state, but his daddy, um, I seen Coach Saxon had his foot on somebody's neck because that's how I, crazy it got. I seen Go ahead and take out three or four people at a time. So everybody on here, I remember that. Shout out to Robin Wright, shout out to Al Mitch, shout out um each for everybody. I remember that I remember that I remember that. Hey guys, if you're coming on in, hit that like and that share button. Hey guys, we're talking about this fight, but let's also not forget about this book. Hey, that um that support each other. But um, come on! I was slinging too. I'll miss. All right, I'll miss. Don't incriminate yourself. I was slinging left and right too. <laughs> shout, shout out, I'll miss. Yeah, I'll miss. You still swing? Well, you used to swing left and right. Now you're a great football, great middle school football coach. That's the old you. That's the, that's the old security guard, I'll miss. Now, now you leading kids in the right direction. And that right, I'll miss. Give me a thumbs up for that one. All right, I need that book. If you're looking for the book, the book is in the um, watching on Facebook. Look above the links all above. You don't have to do nothing but just hit the link and purchase the book. Hit the link, purchase the book. All right, so you get the W. That's that's a fun story. Everybody for everybody from the uh <laughs> can appreciate that one. Okay, so you get to a W, you're cheerleading now. 
Um, and I must say, outside looking in, oh, you were younger than me, but you were pretty. Um, I will put you in the, I will put you in the the uh, the smart popular. You was a smart popular girl. Would that be fair? Eh. Would that would that be fair? Even though you're looking at yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't oh, say there you go. Okay, you don't got to say I say it. I say it. You probably. Cool. I kind of floated. You, 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 you did float. You floated. You and your homegirls, and we won't say them there because you know I know how stuff be. People was homegirls. People was homegirls. Oh, shout out somebody with, somebody with a compliment. Somebody with a compliment. Yes, she was smart, beautiful, and popping. Now that somebody else said that. Hey. Sh- yeah, sh- shout, shout out, Lil E. <laughs> okay, so so when you say so you get O W. When you say O W, could you you maneuver pretty good? Would you say your whole four years was a pretty smooth transition? Like you got through there pretty smooth. Yeah, you know you have the high school little bumps in the road. Oh, but yes, I, of course. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't nothing. I enjoyed my time there. I think I did what I was supposed to do while I was there. Um. Yeah, I high school was a it wasn't bad, and I okay. know some people they might be listening to this like, girl, you talk about Orangeburg like you don't want to be from Orangeburg, but it's like it's different. But high school wasn't bad for me, it wasn't because you know, you see kids they deal with yeah. a lot these days that you know they've yeah. been dealing with, of course, yeah. But I would just say that I'm fortunate enough not to have that experience, tied okay. to my Okay, so at, even at, at that point, were you a great writer even in high school? Did you did you notice that you loved to write a lot, or not really? Um, well, I first noticed. Okay, so the first time anybody ever told me I was a good writer, I was in second grade, um, and that's okay. when I don't remember what it was for, but we had to write some type of story or something and I think I won like out of the school or something I remember them bringing me the trophy after school on one day because they said my name like over the intercom and stuff like that so that was the first time anybody ever said you're good at this thing right here okay And, and but I didn't start to really write or write down stories or anything like that until middle school is what I okay. used to I used to write short stories and then I would perform them for my family. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Now. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So you did not know that. So you were, even though now you, at that point you just say you're writing stories, but at that time you really were a director who was acting out. You was, you was a writer acting out your own short stories. But yeah, because I was in love with um, urban fiction. I used to call them um, hood books because um, I fell in love with like Omar Tyree and Sister Soldier wrote Coldest Winter Ever. And I promise when I read that book, it really changed my life because I had never read anything like that before. I didn't know, you know, people wrote books like that before. So I got introduced to Sister Soldier first with Coldest Winter Ever. And then Omar Tyree. How old, how old are you at this time when you read Sister Soldier? This is in, this is like seventh grade, eighth grade. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is what I say about my experience. I'm just so blessed because, again, I had never heard of Sister Soldier, never heard of Call This Ones ever. But um, I don't know if we can call names. So I'm not going to call a name. But um, she brought the book to school. Her mom had brought the book for her. She had finished reading it. So we basically formed a book club without knowing it was a book club. And we put mm-hmm. in, we were just like, can I read the book next? And can I give it after you? And so mm-hmm. when it was my time to read the book, I was just blown away. Like I said, I, I read that. Then I read Fly Girl by Omar Tyree. And then mm-hmm. I read Addicted by Zane. And I was just like, oh, this is opening up a new world for me. I didn't put into words like I want to be a writer because I still mm-hmm. didn't think that that was something that I could grasp. Like I thought okay. that for, you know, different people. So mm-hmm. I still didn't put together I wanted to be a writer, but I knew that reading those books really opened a new world for me. And they made me more interested really in being black and being a girl and 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 dating and like, you know, kind of maneuvering through society because 
you live in, you know, you live in your in in your surroundings and you learn Correct. how to adapt with your surroundings, but you always think kind of like you're the only one going through something. So Correct. then when you read a book and it's like, I know this person don't know me, and they're writing about these feelings, and I'm having these feelings too, or I'm thinking this way, and or they talk like me, you know, I want to dress like the way they're describing it in the book. I want to drive the cars that they're talking about. Like, it just let me know that there's, you know, more to the world than, you know, what I was seeing every day. Correct. Now, now I agree with Sister Soldier. I want to know, now, 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 this the dad, now, this the daddy in me. Okay. <laughs> You haven't been reading no Zane book in the seventh grade. <laughs> no business whatsoever reading that book. But I'm telling you, it was we could not put it down. Could I bet so. And lucky for me, my mama worked real hard. She wasn't a big, you know, leisure reader. So she had no clue what I was reading, nor was she interested in picking it up and reading it. Because, of course, she thought, you know, you're in seventh to eighth grade. You're reading something for seventh to yeah. eighth grade. This is like, no, girl, this is like, this better than the young and the restless right here. <laughs> Your mom would have read three pages. She would have th burned the book. She would have read three pages. She would have burned the book and went to school the next day and made sure nobody else was reading that book. Yeah, that would probably have passing out, but it, it, it's it's so crazy. Now, that goes to show how even... How sometimes how male and female is different. Now, even though y'all shouldn't be reading a book, y'all still is passing around a novel. Mm-hmm. It's still passing around a screen novel. For boys, we're gonna pass around a magazine. <laughs> and we ain't reading, and we ain't reading none of the literature, none of the literature in them books. Zero. <laughs> and, and so and it's like a double-edged sword. At least y'all are passing sneaking around a novel. We sneak around a a, 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 a magazine, you can roll around this right here and just <laughs> You can pass it on. So that's great. So it's, it's all coming of age. Coming of age stuff. I don't want my well, she 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 14 now, so it's whatever, but I I want to read that. But that, that still goes to show even in that, you still have to have the initiative because you still that's still a whole novel, guys. I, I don't know if people remember them same books. Well, I know guys, we didn't read them, but like I remember them girls having them things like in their little book bags, like Congress had like whole books, whole compilations, volume one, two, three, mm -hmm. four, five, six. Um, but shout out to that. The opening your um I guess you're you're opening your imagination to your creative mm -hmm. imagination. We'll just say that creative imagination. Right. Okay, so right. You so you're in high school, you are you're a great writer. You get through school, so I got two questions. So, if I were to talk to Marissa in the twelfth grade, what does she want to be in life? What does she want her occupation to be? If she knows, if you talk to Marissa in the twelfth grade and she tells you the truth, okay, tell you she wants to be a lawyer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, if she tells me a lie, what would she say? She wants to be a teacher. Oh. <laughs> okay. And and why um and and does she have to tell the lie and the truth for um family expectations or what she think uh, people want her to be? Right. So I wanted to be a lawyer from like eight, nine years old. Okay. Um, but then I got to like tenth, eleventh grade, and I, I I told my father I wanted to be a lawyer. And now that I think about it, he didn't say anything bad, but he was just like, it's more lawyers than criminals. He, he said it like that. But the fact that I was so vulnerable and that was his first response, it just burst my little bubble. So I was just like, well, maybe I just won't do it. So then okay. my family, my father's side of the family, they're all educators. Okay. So naturally it was like, no, you know, you're smart. You can write, you can read well, you can do all these things. You're supposed to be a teacher. So okay. I was just like, okay, I'll just be a teacher. Okay. So I got a question. So when you was at OW, did you have a teaching class from that Miss Green taught at OW? Let me tell you. I had the class, right? <clears throat> I got kicked out the class. I wanna I wish I could name everybody in that class who got me in trouble because I am the laugher. What I okay. do is laugh. 
I am going to laugh okay. at every funny joke because that's that's I'm tickled. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Miss Green was so fed up. She kicked about three of us out that class. I had to go be a um student assistant. Wow. And rest in peace, Miss Green. Oh, I didn't know. Rest in peace, Miss Green. Yeah, rest in peace. You miss crazy. I actually took that class. Let me tell you why I took that class. And she might be on here, so I'm not gonna say her name either. Shout out to you, New York. I had a driver's ed class my senior year. This young lady who this young lady at this time was my friend. Um, I changed my class to be in her class. Uh, and it did it, it didn't even work out. But I decided to finish the So I, I this whole story. Shout out, shout out to you. You know, you know you're good about book. Shout shout out, shout out to you and your marriage and you and your family and uh, all your endeavors. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say a name, but shout out, shout out to us. You're good good people. But um, I took that class. But what that class did do, it showed me that I actually wanted to be a teacher. Hmm. Of course, we know I didn't. I didn't pursue it for whatever reason. But that class, I'm a teacher. Want to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. So um, shout out to you for not even making it to the class. Did you Did you make it to the student teacher part or no? Did you get to go to the class? <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what? I'm gonna call her name too because everybody on this live knows she a clown. Quinta Smith was in that class. Shout out, Quinta Smith. All she did was crack jokes. Uh -huh. But she did it under her breath. But I don't know how to laugh under my breath. Like, I'm laughing. Like, I'm crying. I got tears coming out of my eyes. Like, that lady oh was so God. fed up with us. She made me put my desk outside the door for a few days. And then after that, she was just like, don't come back to my class. Like That's crazy. And you know what's crazy now I think about it? Everybody in that class became teachers except me and Thomas. Shout out, shout out, Thomas. Everybody in that classroom became teachers. Well, you see Ms. Wright. She says it's not too late. And it's not too late. They need black male. They need teachers in general. But they, black they male do. teachers always need black male teachers. I know. I, I, I bet you thought about it. But I think I'm also find myself in being a more of a, try to be a more of a black male mentor who okay. doesn't, who looks apart, who doesn't, I look like. How I'm supposed to look, and I'm able to reach the kids. Okay, so, so of course you know. So that means if you if you line everybody to appease everybody, which and and, and do you do you feel as though because I I didn't have this pressure. My sister might have felt the pressure. I didn't have the pressure because me, they just were like I ain't get no trouble. I always I made decent enough grades to get out of school. My parents were like okay, you made it. I want you to go do something. Mm -hmm. So. What college? What college? What college did you want to go to, and what college did you go to, or were they one and the same? I wanted to go to Clark Atlanta. Okay. That's where I wanted to go because I wanted to go to Atlanta. Um, that had, I wanted to go to Atlanta since I was like thirteen years old. So uh -huh. when I graduated, I was like, I'm going to Clark Atlanta. That's where I'm going to school. Okay. Um, had another family member. <laughs> she she bust my bubble. And I was very, you know, I didn't have a lot of extracurricular activity. So I spent a lot of my time with family. So what mm -hmm. they said and, you know, I weighed it a lot heavier. Very heavily. Okay. So, um, yep. Another family member is just kind of like, why are you going to Clark Atlanta? And I couldn't give her a speech on why I wanted to go besides, mm -hmm. you know, one of my adopted big sisters went there and I want to be in Atlanta. That's it. So I ended up going to Winthrop because um, a lot of the kids that I was cool with at OW, they went to Winthrop. So I just applied and I went to Winthrop. And you got it. I'm pretty sure you got it with no problem. I'm pretty sure you're SAT. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure your grades. So I'm pretty sure you, you had no problem. So did you go to Winthrop on a on a scholarship, partial scholarship, full scholarship? It was partial because I think I got like the Hope Scholarship and maybe um a couple private ones. So it was partial. Okay. Okay. So did you enjoy your time? Hey, 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 hey. Look at that. You, you seem pretty damn popular to me, ma'am. But anyway, <laughs> seem pretty damn popular to me. People I really love, too. So that's what's up. That's good. I'm glad you got support, and, and they got awesome support. Hit that link above on the Facebook. If you're in the YouTube, the link is in the description. If you are watching this on YouTube, go to the description. The link is in the description. Okay, so you go to Winthrop. How how would you say your experience at Winthrop is? Um, it was 
Amazing. Um, Amazing. It's okay. I didn't finish that one. Okay. That's how amazing my first year was. <laughs> but uh, it was it was amazing. Okay, it was amazing. Um, I think you have to kind of go to because Winthrop is a predominantly white school. It so is. if you go to a predominantly white school, you have a different um, outlook on being black and 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 kind of congregating as black people do. Because okay. at HBCU, almost everybody is black. You know? But at a PWI, you're a, a small pockets of you and you have to, you know, kind of get together because you're not the majority. Gotcha. Um, so it gave me a very um, different outlook. Um, I wish I had the wherewithal and the, and the self-discipline um, to have finished at okay. Winthrop. Because I do think, um, you know, just after that first year, I think, you know, a few more years there, I would have really, I guess, been who I knew that I was capable of being. Okay. Um, so, yeah, but it was, it wasn't, I don't have any regrets except for the fact that I had to pay for that first year because I did such a terrible job. Okay. Yeah. Well, 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 we all been there. Hey, I, I got on academic probation at OC Tech. Shout out to all the homies, and we all got on academic. Shout out to the homies. We all got on academic probation together. We did, we did as a, we did as a whole unit. Too, too much fun. We was all in the bird. Too much fun. Too much racking up on Thursday nights. Oh. And that and other establishments. So, okay, so so you ended up coming back. Did you finish that? What did you finish at state or? At Claflin. I'm a Claflin. Of Claflin University. Yep, class of 2014. Shout out Claflin University. Shout out Claflin because Harvard to the South. Because one thing about, I tell you one thing about y'all Claflin nights, boy. Y'all, y'all love y'all institution. Y'all love y'all institution. Yeah, that's what we learned. And you, Claflin takes very good care of itself. Okay. So, you know, you go there as a student and makes you feel proud because you see how much they devote to themselves. You see, mm. you know, Russell Street, you see it's Claflin, yeah. Claflin, Claflin State, Claflin, 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 you know, That's they're right. buying up everything, you know, they're yeah. doing, they, um, I really will say that President Tisdale, um, he, he embodies a visionary. And he, he, you know, he makes you want to grow into be being a visionary. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I can agree with that. So you, so you go to Claflin and what is your major at Claflin? My major, my major at Claflin uh, was education. Um, but it was, I was over it. And, and I knew I didn't want to be a teacher, especially because the closer I got to it and seeing those starting salaries, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do that. So um, I switched it to sociology. Um, okay. It would have been social work, but Claflin is a liberal arts school. So we don't have a social work degree. We have a sociology degree. Okay. So um, I said in the sociology class, I really liked the way that it made me, you know, just really think. Uh -huh. um, so it's my major to sociology, and so yeah, I graduated with a sociology degree. Okay, okay, shout the clapping for that. Okay, so at that time, you go into school. Um, I don't, I don't jump around too far. You go into school, you, 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 you get back. The only thing that matters is you get back focused and you do it. And of course, you, you get to live in between. So, when does it? First of all, I want to give you credit because. Most individuals don't have the wherewithal or don't have the starter point to know where to start with a book. Mm -hmm. Let alone two. So where does the book thought process starts like I know I know it didn't just come at one time. When did the book process start kind of like playing with your mental conduct? Um that goes back to middle school. Like I said, with Sister Soldier, it opened up a world. So I started writing that way just for okay. myself. Okay. So then while I was at Claflin, one of my electives, I took a creative writing course. And in that course, we had to um, write a short story. It was like 
I don't know, 20, 30 pages, something like that. Okay. We had to write a short story. So um, I, I've always been this way, but I sat in a computer lab and I wrote my story an hour before class started. 20 pages? I went, I turned it in, um, and my my professor at the time, who's a short, older white guy, he um when he gave it back to us, he gave me an A. And he told me, he said, if you finish this story, no, he was like, What are your plans for the future? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm a sociology major, I'll probably be a social worker. And he was like, You don't you don't want to be a writer? I was like, oh, I kind of laughed him off. And I was just like, I do want to write one book before I die. That's the only promise that I had made to myself. Mm -hmm. So he was like, well, I tell you what, if you finish this story, I'll give you an A in my class. Like, it doesn't matter if I don't see you again. If you never come back to class, if you just finish the story, I'll give you an A in my class. Like, that's how much he wanted me to believe in me, I guess. Wow. that was my second nudge. Like, okay, maybe it's not just something you do well. Maybe it's something that you're supposed to do. Okay. Um. So that kind of kicked in, but I still didn't. You know, I just kind of played around, played around, played around. Um. And then the top of, um, I get my years confused down with this situation we're in but the top of um 2021 i was just like if i don't put it together and and put it out i'm never gonna know what it feels like and i'm never gonna be able to move on so that's what i did no i'm not i'm not gonna let you just get that off hold on we, we, we gotta bring that down. i ain't gonna let you get that off because okay. that, that that that's a big gap from, from from the little white man saying you can do it to right i put it out so how did you do it? Did you um because I want people because because you might be you might be right now where you're gonna you are whether you know it or not, especially this I call it black girl magic era, which is a great era, especially me having a daughter. Um what is the ground point? What's the first thing you do? Do you say, let me get a software? Or do you start writing on Microsoft Word? Do you start writing on the Apple? Do you start writing on your... Like, like what is the starting point of, of you saying, sit down, Marissa, we're going to write this book? And, um, and how did you pick the title? Not title of the book. I'm sorry, not your title. How did you pick your um your subject matter, I guess? Um, well, I'm a pen and paper type of girl. So I got to sit down with pen and paper. That's okay. how I draw things out because I really okay. do draw them out. I do like a third or fourth grade. I'm drawing out a web diagram. I got my subject in the middle and I'm doing my legs and all those things. So <laughs> that's how I do it. So I'm a pen and paper girl. Um, okay. But what made me sit down and put it together that's your question right like what oh the subject i was at a place in my life where i knew that i was coming out of my wilderness Mm -hmm. and i knew that i was going into all of the the things that i had prayed for while i was in the wilderness Mm -hmm. and so the book to me it was easy to put together because everything that was written was written in the wilderness And so it was like, I knew that in my life, that chapter was closing. I knew that I had, you know, made it through. And Mm -hmm. so that chapter was closing. So it was easy to put it all in a book because there's no, there's no rest of the story. Like that's, that's it. You know, these are my thoughts. These are my feelings. This is, this is how these, you know, at, you know, three years, it's about three years time. This is how this has affected me. And this is the only way I can truly know that I'm over it. Um, it's y'all know her as Superhead. You remember Superhead, Corinne Stephens? Yes. Um, she she wrote. I'm never gonna let it die. Her first book was a very good book. But anyway, um, she but it's something that she said in the interview because Oprah asked her. Oprah was like, "How do you know what's okay for you to write?" And she said, "Well, I don't write it until I'm over it." For me, 
I didn't know I was over it. Like, I knew that I was over it once I was able to put it on paper and print it. Okay. If, if nobody ever bought it, you know, if, you know, to say, okay, I did this thing, this one thing that I promised myself, and I know that it's closing this chapter in my life. And which book was the first book? Somebody check on the black girl? Yeah, it's somebody please check on the black girl. Yep. Can you can you please put the book up again? Mm-hmm. It's um, mm-hmm. and so and so we're clear. It's not it's not a novel, as you can see, it's it's thin. Um, but it's a book of poems and prose, which is just it's it's long form thought, some short form thought, just a lot of things that I've learned just over a a three-year period and being able to make sense of a lot of my life before that three-year period. Okay. So you did it. So did you just, did you just Google how to get a book published? I'm saying like, like, okay. Uh, that was the other part of your question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, okay. So then I, um, I curated my social media to only follow people doing what I want to do. So um, I started following. Hey, can, 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 can you start that right fast? I want you to repeat that because somebody else, somebody in the back needs to hear that again. Could you please? Because that that means you change changing your mindset. Could you please repeat that again? Right. So I curated my social media to only reflect people doing something that I want to do, and then um, I latched on to this one girl, and I just kind of followed her process. And lucky enough for me, you know, she was. You know, showing us different apps on how to create covers and things like that. So I followed her, then I went through, I would download the apps and I just started practicing. So that's what I would do. I would I would play YouTube videos that tell you how to write books. And while I'm playing the video in the background, I'm practicing on the apps, practicing my illustration, you know, learning what colors and what colors I like, things like that. But it was just what I what I'm now okay with calling research it was a lot of research it was a lot of you know just seeing what other people did and seeing what part of their process resonated with me and then adding it to my process see now, now that's why i love it because some people get i think so many people get because now you can attest to this um yes or no i think sometimes some people get because even i know me even me doing something as simple as I can't say it's simple. Some simple as podcasts. Some people get overtaken. They 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 can't even finish the act because they just get taken by the idea of the act. Mm-hmm. So for you to actually do that, which is not easy, you was really determined because sometimes if you just hear, I have a book or you can purchase it. That idea is a that even that that idea even before you even know what the work is, it mm-hmm. just seems like so much. Yeah, I think it's just, it's really just getting out of your own way. Because I think the reason why people don't start is because they're thinking about the end, mm-hmm. you know? But really, in completing any type of project, all you can handle is one step at a time. So the first step, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. You know, the second step, you know, put it together, edit it. You know, does it say what you want it to say? Does, do you mm-hmm. think that the reader will, you know, understand where you're coming from? And then, you know, you get to play around with the illustration or hire somebody for illustration. Okay. I did everything myself for both books. Um, the only thing I don't do is sell it. Um, Amazon okay. is my seller. Okay. Um, and I think you can find it at Walmart as well. But everything else, I did. Oh, don't, don't, hey, we, ain't, we ain't not going to let you just gloss over that just now. You can find your book where? Where, is it, where else can we find your book at? Okay, so you can, um, if you just Google the title, it'll come up. Sometimes it'll come up at Walmart and it'll come mm-hmm. up on Amazon. That girl book in Walmart, a girl from the bird <laughs> who went on to do her thing. Her book is available at Walmart. And, and, and I know, and I know sometimes um if people think this, and sometimes um as people, we don't like to toot our own horn. But I don't and I think people people watching this is gonna be on my side. I I just don't want you to minimize that accomplishment. You you feel me? 
Yes, I definitely feel you. And, you know, God bless you for that. Um, my, I have a career coach. She tells me that all the time. She's like, Marissa, I'm very proud of you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. She's like, no, but you need to be proud of yourself. Like, you need to be proud of your strides. So I am learning to not minimize what I've yeah. done and be proud of even yeah. the small things. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, I go to scripture sometime and it's like, the only way you're getting, you'll get the big thing that you ask God for is if he can trust you over the small things. And and par part of trusting you over the small thing is you being able to acknowledge the, your behavior and what you've done, you know, to make it happen and also just be grateful that you were the one chosen to do it. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm with that. Okay, so when we come out, now let me tell you. Now let me tell you. Now I'm about to fuss at you a little bit, just a little bit, because what I didn't know is, and and when did when did you release this book? Um, the first book I released January 2021. January 2021. That's actually that's not nothing not too long ago. I did not know that you even had a book out <laughs> until I found you on Instagram, and I'm like. Because I didn't even know because sometimes we see things, we see so much things like all that. Oh, somebody's talking about somebody's book. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I really thought, you know, this being a guy said, oh, she's taking a picture with a book. Um, taking a picture. She's just taking a picture with a book, which which yeah. were like, now I'm looking at it, it makes sense, but like people do pictures now that sometimes it'd be deeper meaning. So trying to figure it out can, you know, whatever. So I'm like, oh, this girl, I'm missing I wrote a goddamn home book. <laughs> yeah. Look at that! Look at that! Um, and I love the title. Thank you. Because that that is a real somebody check on them. Yeah. Because I don't think, and we can guys. I don't think sometimes we don't check on our. It don't have to be a, a loved one, a relative, um, a friend. Mm -hmm. Somebody check on because we don't know what people going through and um. And you wrote a book um, magnifying that and getting all and putting those thoughts to paper, paper to thoughts, manifested in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, so did you feel? I always ask anybody this that anything anybody said anything, and some of this might be because I'm pretty so. And a lot of people on on Facebook right now is just finding this out because they did not know. Because even guys, they did not know. And I put the link. They're like, "Oh my God, I didn't know." Do you feel as though? You got the support that you, um, that's a word expecting. That's to say, that's to say, expecting. Um, I didn't have expectations of support. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the reason why is because I I was doing it as a promise to myself. The first book was just a promise to myself. Okay. Um. What I will say is to the small, small, small group of people that I did mm. actually tell, you know, they really did love on me in a way that was, you know, much more than I really, you know, could have asked for. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, it's it's taken me a while. It's, it's very new for me. Okay. So I'm still learning how to, you know, show up as the author and like, hey, I wrote this book. You know, I really want you to read it. You know, I'm still learning how to show up as that girl, which is why Amazon is still the seller, because I it's kind of like having Amazon in the middle. So I'm not like ringing you up and, and taking your money for my book. I, I'm just not there yet. I still feel really new. I'm, okay. I'm you know, I'm gaining confidence with this. Yeah, what? Well, 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 I'm glad. I'm glad you are. So you you do that self published my, I, See, this is what I thought. I thought you do. I thought you wrote like a transcript, wrote it, shipped it off, and got a book back. No, you did the whole thing yourself and just had them put the book together. Right, right. I created. Wow. You know, I created the cover. Um, yeah, all of that on both books. I created the cover on my workbook, which is the second book um, that you're mentioning. Um, mm -hmm. It's a wellness workbook for preteen girls. So it has, and it's, you know, and it's called 
And the name of this book is called. It's called Black Girl, You're Everything. Could you please keep piece of the book in the camera? Called Black Girl, You're Everything, a 30-day wellness workbook to remind young girls of their greatness. Um, and I made it for preteen girls ages 10 to 14. It's a 30-day book. It asks them three questions a day for 30 days. And it just allows them to self-assess, you know, talk about, you know, their mood, talk about who they admire, talk about who they consider friends, you know, talk about what they consider friendship to be. Just a lot of things that they can ask themselves and, and you know, and after the 30 days, you know, really be able to self-assess and, and, and say who they are and really know who you are. Because that's what's most important to anything else that we do in our lives is knowing who we are. So the purpose of this workbook is really just to help young girls know who they are, feel confident in who they are. Um, I have 30 quotes from 30 different black women and girls um, at the front of the book. I have a personalized letter to every um, little girl that gets the book, you know, telling her why I wrote the book. And then in the back, I have 30 affirmations that she can say one a day for 30 days. She can say all 30 every day. But, you know, just affirmations, just speaking life, you know, into wow. her. It's, it's my baby. It's, it's really... I really love it because I sat down and I wrote it for my my 11, 12-year-old self when I was, like, keeping a lot of things inside. I didn't talk to people about things. You know, I didn't really keep a diary. So, like, if I had a workbook, you know, something that, you know, let me put my thoughts out and ask me questions that I didn't know to ask myself, um, you know, I think it it just, it would have been helpful. I'm not saying anything would have been different, but it, it would have been helpful. So, yeah, that's that's my baby. I love it. Wow. I love it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Wow. See, I even I, I ain't going to come to guard with that one. I think that is really deep, and I think that is really needed in the black community. And I think that is something that that does, that cross all economic lines, that cross all, um, Different households, whether um nuclear, non-nuclear, yeah. single, not single. Um, I even think, even though it's meant for preteens, I can even see some women mm-hmm. having this book too, because sometimes they have to assess. I'm not the woman, y'all, and I, I can't, I'm not gonna tell you out of fear. Y'all not gonna. I don't want to hear nothing about that. Don't don't jump on me, ladies. <laughs> but I think it's very good to have something to express yourself. Then look back at it, be like, okay, this is where I was. Mm-hmm. Seven days ago, mm-hmm. I'm not here no more. Mm-hmm. And so, when did you, when did this book get released? Okay, so this book um, was released over the summer in 2021. Um, I was a little quiet about it too. I, I was a little more active about it than I was the first book, but um, okay. it was released over the summer. Um, yeah, and it's like I said, it's it's my baby. Um, I dedicated it to some. To four girls that I I know in real life, you know, a couple of them okay. call me God Mom. So okay. I definitely, you know, did it for them and for girls like them because, like you said, it's needed. I think even with my title, somebody please check on a black girl. When that came to me, I was like, that's gonna be my title because that's all I really want you to do is to check on the black girl. I feel like women are left, women and girls are left to cape for themselves a lot Mm -hmm. and I think it's because no one ever says well did you check on her like did you check on her like the regular black girl the regular talking you know the regular walking not the extremes because we like to focus on the extremes the the really quiet one or the really loud one Mm -hmm. what about the girl in the middle you know that doesn't really cause any waves you know things like that is anybody checking on her are, are we mm-hmm. still making sure that you know she has all the things that she needs that she's as confident in herself as you push confidence on the quiet one now you know is she um as comfortable with herself as you push comfort on the loud one you mm-hmm. know what about the girls in the middle so it's kind of like the, it's for the girls in the middle you know the girls that kind of get left to kind of figure things out on their own these titles just come to you. That sounds like a title there <laughs> to the girls in the middle. <laughs> so, it might be. So you wrote two. So you wrote two books in less. What is that? Two books in in a year. Yeah. Or oh, less than a year. Yeah. That's two books less than a year. 
That's two books less than a year. Yep. That that ain't that, that that's crazy. Like 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 the good crazy like like <laughs> get it girl. So yeah, <laughs> so okay so you do that so. I'm telling you, you sound, sound like a life coach to me. So, like, in a, in a perfect world, because I think some of these books might need to be um, in schools and selective reading, because um, I read those books over them Zane books. Hello, <laughs> all, the, all the daddies out there. Um, so, well, we talked the purpose of this book. So, do you think that your writing... Oh, you think your writing might change? You can answer this question how you want. So do you think your writing is mainly to focus on helping young girls? Or do you see your writing shifting? Or your writing just, it depends on how you feel during that time frame? Um, I think my writing will not shift, but I think it will expand. Um, okay to preteen boys I think it will expand because I think um and and the reason why I'm working on a I'm working on a workbook for them but the reason why it's taking longer is because I'm I'm, I'm not a boy I've never been a boy so <laughs> I have to research more on how you know what would keep a boy entertained um in order to be able to self-assess themselves and the best way to get that done correct um, but I think I'm always going to be the black girl's advocate. I think I'm just, I'm always going to be the black girl's biggest fan. I think mm. that anything I write will always be to just say, hey, me and my friends did this. We suggest you don't do it this way. Or um, <laughs> me and my friends did this. And we think that if you do it, you know, you'll be, you'll be great. You know, you'll be better off. Um, okay. And you'll thank yourself for it. So I think that'll always be where I am because that's just always been who I'm, who I, who I've been. Um, I've just always been a girl's girl. So I'm, my books are just a reflection of really who I've always been. And, and and I think I think everybody everybody can attest to that. So um, you don't have to speak on it too much. You, you got something in the lab right now? I I nothing in the lab right now. You gonna let the babies breathe? always something in the lab i hit publish and i'm going to go do something else it's always something in the lab um listen my notebook is down the two blank pages left now i gotta move on to another notebook it's always something in the lab i'm gonna always create because you know that's just i'll do it for free wow. so i'm i'm always gonna do that um right now um, I have a podcast that I'm the co-host of. Um, it's called The Good Thing and the Girlfriend. My um, The Good Thing is my um, one of my best friends, Latisha Smalls, um, and then The Girlfriend. That's me. So we have a podcast, um, a lifestyle podcast for millennial women um, that we're working on. You know, um, it's, it's always something. It's always something. Well, I, I've been I've been uh, waiting waiting for that podcast to drop. Shout out, <laughs> sh right. shout out, shout out, shout out, Tisha, shout out, Tisha. Um, yeah. Tisha Smalls, Tisha Smalls, Tisha Smalls is is married to one of the homies, little Chris. Who one day, me, him, and Q is gonna get on here and tell some stories when we're sixty years old. Had a good time, good time we had. We tell when we're sixty years old. Shout out, shout out you and teacher, because I, I think it's very big take. One thing I love about even these podcasts is I know people are like, hey, Marvin, how you start a podcast? Mm -hmm. I said, take your phone out. <laughs> Hit record. Mm -hmm. And figure the rest out. Mm -hmm. Because you have to start with the content. And like, mm -hmm. I, you, hey, you can worry about publishing a book if you didn't sit down with that pen and paper mm -hmm. and, start, and start putting thoughts to paper. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. you did that, and you did that, and so I would have made sure I tell you guys that's that's running numbers up to purchase the book. That's that's why I love copy and link. That's why I love links. If you're on Facebook, 
No excuses. You got you got to search. All I had to make this thing easy as possible. Hit the link. I even had the book highlighted. Four books. Somebody checking the black girl. Black girl, you are everything. I got I got the titles right, right? Oh, oh my God! Look, I, I got I got the titles right. Yes, okay. you got the titles correct. This is what I say now. If you go to order the first one, somebody please check on the black girl, and it gives you trouble. It's okay, you know. It's okay. Just go order the workbook. Uh huh. <laughs> because the reason why it has given you trouble, I don't know what day you're gonna be watching this if you're not watching it live. But the reason why it's giving you trouble is because I I un I, I took it down for a moment. But the reason why I'm taking it down is because I'm a little more comfortable and I want to talk about a little bit more. So okay. I want to go in um, and give you a second version, you know, written by the girl who already knows what it feels like to put one out. So, yeah, that's that's another thing that I'm definitely working on because I, I just I want to. <laughs> oh, 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 they go to black girl. They go to black girl there. Yeah, see that that thing that thing snuck out, y'all. That is <laughs> Yeah. Just, I want to. And if and if you're blessed by it, if you learn something about me, if you learn something about yourself, if it inspires you, if you hate it, if you whatever it is, then you know, I've done what I'm supposed to do. It's energy. It'll be here now while I'm here. It'll be here when I'm gone. And I'm really good with it. I'm telling you, guys. And guys, and if you want to buy for no other reason, just accept she's from the bird. We okay with that too. Right. Get a we book okay and get the book, put put on the bookshelf, read it, get or uh, give it as a gift. Um, guys, and this is another example of that's why I say we are a small town, but the the talent. And the entrepreneur spirit and the drive in Orangeburg, South Carolina, even though people run, but the drive is is like no place I've ever seen. The, the, the diversity of people that I can personally say I know, I, I don't have to guess. I don't have to lie about nothing. I can say that I know is so diverse. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can find that somewhere else. Right. Sure. It's probably yeah. everywhere, but I didn't realize what Orangeburg did for me until I left Orangeburg. And then I was just like, oh, like, yeah. you know, like I came to Atlanta and had people calling me Geechee and I'm like, I am not Geechee. I know mm -mm. Geechee people. We, we ain't Geechee. Geechee. But mm -mm. being outside of Orangeburg and being around people who aren't, you know, from there and them telling, you know, them noticing, you know, what I eat. And, mm -hmm. and the foods I eat, and then me doing, you know, researching like, dang, this sticks out to people, and learning like, yeah, these are these are Gullah foods, Gigi foods. You know, we have a mm -hmm. menu similar to, you know, mm -hmm. basically the lower part. Mm -hmm. You know, of the south, we eat a lot of rice because we grew rice, like yeah. all of these things. So it's just, I learned a lot about myself by leaving Orangeburg, um, but. I love the fact that I'm part of the generation in Orangeburg that is really like on their stuff. Like I yeah. love the fact that um Lavis got the store. I love the fact you got this podcast. I love seeing Briante on my timeline doing like all her hosts and stuff. My friend Janae, she has her, you know, creams and, and her soaps and everything like that. Daisy, like we just I'm I'm glad that I'm in this generation because oh, yeah. I really feel like it's different. It's different. It's, it's different. really different. And it's, it's different. To the point where we like at we at the Rock Nation brunch, and it's, it's like, oh, no, I really, I really know him. He's he's from Orangeburg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out, and I appreciate that. Shout out, I the example. Shout out to um Josh Myers, who who's a professor at Howard, senior professor, who also stole my picture that Ball Alert took. My brother pecan picture. Josh, I don't forgive you about that, but hey, you started that one. You stole that picture. It's a shout out to Aaron, who, who's a daughter. Shout out to um, I just shout out to you. everybody. We got us doing their own things, and everybody living, everybody balling, everybody doing their thing. So I'm gonna let you have the last words, and I thank you for doing this interview. Let me tell you something, guys. Um, I'm, I'm gonna tell you now. We were probably gonna do this interview probably. Well, you said maybe five, four, five months ago, maybe. Yeah, it was a few months ago. 
a few months ago. But guys, I'm glad she did it. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I thought she was gonna renege on me. I ain't gonna lie, guys. No. I ain't gonna lie. But she did. But but I'm you know I'm just picking guys. But she did it, and I'd love to see. I love to. I I just hate sometimes we put too much. Um, we give reverence. We give too much reverence to celebrities. We don't reverence the people who we know who are doing great things. Mm-hmm. That's focus on us. That support us. That's why people laugh at me. They be like, "Bro, you wear so much bird clothes, man." I got. I'm orange bird down to the socks. Shout out D-Lot. <laughs> shout out. Shout out D-Lot for the heavy nugget socks. I got heavy nugget socks. Right. Shout out. I got some. Um, EJ sending me my my sweatsuit now. Some of the stuff for the bird. Like when I say like, "Bro, you ride for the bird so hard," like, "Bro, you know what? Easy to ride because I know these people. These ain't no people right. I don't know." Shout out to the homie who be watching from behind the wall. I'm not gonna say your name, but shout out to you, homie. That's support too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm gonna let Rich have the last words. And before she get the last words, link above for both books. If you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, link below. If you're watching this on Instagram, follow the link in bio too. The live thing, and we can also. I'm also gonna have her in it, tagging it, so you can also go to her page. But you can also find the book. Um, we ain't playing. Never yeah. run the numbers up. Yeah. Get the last words. Um, I I want to thank you so much um for having me. Like I told you, I was I was already watching. I was already very much proud of you. So thank you so much. It's been mm-hmm. great talking to you. Um. And I just want to say, like, to your point about networking with people that you know, like, that's one thing uh, I've got from a, an interview that Issa Rae did. She said, a lot of times we want to network up. We want the big person that's doing what we want to do. We want to grab onto them when the idea is really to network across, network with people that you know. You need somebody to, you know, make you some merch or do something like that. You go to somebody that you know that's doing it. And um, mm-hmm. ultimately, that's how you pull the whole city up. Instead of just talking about the city, that's how you pull the city yeah. up. You network with the city. That's that's the only way it'll work. Um, but like I said, thank you so much. Thank y'all for the sweet comments. Thank y'all for the love. Like, I really feel the energy. Um, my I'm only on Instagram and Twitter. Um, both of those, my at is Wordy McFlirty, which is W-O-R-D-Y-M-C-F-L-I-R-T-Y. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I'm a little reserved when it comes to my social media. So right now it's private, but I promise if you, you request, <laughs> I'll let mm-hmm. you come in. Um, I'm just not comfortable with it being open right now. Um. But um, like he said, the links for the books are there. I thank you in advance for your support. I thank you in advance for telling the next person. I thank you in, in advance for putting me in your prayers. I thank you in advance for just, you know, just being the change that you want to see in your community, in your neighborhood. Um, like I said, look out for our podcast, The Good Thing and the Girlfriend with me and Tisha. Um, and just look out for more works that I have coming. I promise. Um they're gonna be worth your while because listen, I'm gonna give you all I got, and that's a promise. Bam! And just like that, guys, episode eighty. Eighty. Episode eighty, Marissa Victoria. Hey, somebody, please go check on the black girl. And black girl, you are everything. Bam! And everything is you. And guys, just like that, episode 80, if you're watching this, please hit that like, hit that share button. Um, Have a blessed night. Have a blessed day. Hey, guys. Hey, it's the bird. We got something to say. And I want to thank y'all because shout out to everybody. Um, shout out to the, the young lady, Kimberly Thomas, who made that bird thing. I took it. Hey, we all the bird. Hey, we got love for everybody. It was y'all just a joke. Some people take it a little serious. Some people did take it a little serious. It's all love. And guys, episode 80, we out.